Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Sam Pets Radio, Australia's coolest podcast network. Hello, everybody, and welcome to All the Small Games. My name is Andrew Levins, and joining me today in flesh. Oh, my God. In the flesh. Oh, in flesh. All right, David Cronenberg, settle down. <laughs> um, this is our first time. Have we, have we not seen each other? This is the first IRL. time I think we've recorded IRL since New Year's, maybe? Whoa. No, it can't uh, be true, right? Is it? Maybe, because we had the... I think we had, like... We had. The, oh, by the way, it's Jonathan Valenzuela. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure yeah. if that was mentioned. No, 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 your, your, um, your full name is all of the sentences you just said. Oh, no, um, no, we did. No, we did the the um, Devolver episodes. Oh yes, of in, course. Was it early early March? I thought that, that was the last time it's, we recorded together. Everything pre-pandemic but, is so hazy. Have I even now. seen you since March? I don't think so. No. Jesus, that's the longest time you and I have gone without seeing each other Pretty- since. 2003? Probably. That's fucked. <laughs> That's crazy. Since 2003, like we really emotional. didn't see anyone at all. Yeah, we didn't yeah. see each other at all. Um, well, I guess yeah. we did the yeah the, the zoom the zoom recordings um, for a while, but even there, yeah, it, it became it, it became difficult even doing those for a bit. Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, uh, look, we're gonna we're gonna talk about games. Yes. Um, but um, John, you have some news you want to share. I do. I do. Uh, I'm. I'm. Very happy to announce that uh, my wife and I are expecting a daughter oh, early next yeah. year. So I will. I will All be more children. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I will soon be on the set. I'll like. I'll I'll have an episode where I'm like, "How did you do it, man? How did you play games as a oh, dad?" And, and I can be like the over it, like fucking smarmy guy who yeah. could offer you advice but doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> John, it's called taking really long shits. Okay, with the door open. <laughs> Get used to that. <laughs> Um, yeah, so there was there was that, and uh, also we got ourselves into a bit of a house rental snafu over the last month or so, which is why I've I've needed a bit of a break just to kind of get everything You'll sorted. Know, it's, and also, like everyone's jobs are like ten, 10 to fifty percent more chaotic. Oh yeah, definitely. Or ten to fifty percent non-existent. True, depending on which exactly. one you're talking and then, to. And then you <laughs> then you're struggling even harder to like. I can't record. I'm I'm up to my neck in anxiety right now. But yeah, it's been it's been a it's been an odd month or so with some amazing news, some terrible news, and as you say, 
work has been nuts for the last while, but hey, no, hey man, dude, don't, don't we are in a me. room together. I am. Yeah, this is the best. Di- and there's no discs spinning around killing us. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's been yeah. It's I, I think this is a podcast that like I, even though we we could have like a very you know a year long. Uh, you know, hiatus, but I'll never let you or myself quit doing this. Oh, one. no, of course not. When you, it's like, we're friends. We may as well like record a conversation every now and then about the thing we spend the most of our time doing. Look, purely thinking the bottom line, this is this is a tax write-off for me. Every, <laughs> every indie game I buy is, is, is you know, it's research that I claim on tax. <laughs> Perfect. 11s we need to record, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. June 30th is approaching. Um, I, got, yeah, but- I got kids. <laughs> <laughs> Literally a fresh one at this point in yeah. time, um, but yeah. So so it's been God like a, a month and a bit now. Plenty of time for us to have played some titles. Plenty of time for both of us to have definitely finished Hades. Oh, neither you, of us has. Neither, right? no. <laughs> I've ma- have you I knew ma- you hadn't because you hadn't told me. Have you yet. made it? Oh, believe me, I've wanted to send that message, but <laughs> yeah. Have you made? Have you made it up to that final boss battle? No, I haven't gotten past um the. The third level of the oh, where you okay, go okay. past the centaur and the other dude, right, right. So I, I'd been playing it like nonstop when we last recorded, and then I, I've, I've, i finished my third book. Um, so I just locked, I was like, no, you can't play video games for a while. And I banned myself successfully for the first time in my life ever. For how um, long? Uh, like a fortnight. Oh. I went one day without playing games over the last month and a half, and I was like, "Oh, I feel bad now." Yeah, so I um, yeah, I, I just didn't let myself play any games, and then um, I I got back to it. I was like, "Hell yeah, I can't wait to play some Hades." And then like I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right, you die heaps in this game." Yeah, and I, I still am like I, I I played as recently as like Saturday for like one or two runs, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, both of the times I got up to that same fight and uh, ate shit, and in both of those fights, so um, yeah, right. Have you, have you beaten that boss yet? Oh, the the centaur, centaur and the guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have the centaur and the guy, yeah. And it's, it's like a, a, no, it's a minotaur. minotaur, it's a minotaur right, and guy. Minotaur, yeah, yeah, I've I've finished that boss fight. I've made it through. I've made it through to the actual the final battle of right. the game, and that which is, is against a, Bowser. Yeah, and the, <laughs> the princess is in another hell. <laughs> yeah, um, and that is just that's a absolute doozy of a boss battle because it's it's double like. You you whittle his health bar oh, all the way down yeah, and then yeah. boop, goes all the way back. Yeah. I'm like, oh, let me out of this. But with the centaur, the minotaur one, like I don't, I can't even make a dent in like I, I see them go down like by maybe a quarter. Yeah, um, it's that's also a really brutal boss battle because you're juggling two bosses at once essentially. A lot of people in the Hayfam Discord have finished it. I have the I should ask them. Have they? Are they? Have, is there a thing called God Mode or something? Is that to make it easier? I'm I've never run into that. Maybe it's but something that's like I, a difficulty mode that I think a lot of people have turned on. I'm not, I'm not accusing my listeners of that other podcast, but I know some people have just gone in on God mode, and that's why they're like, "The story's so good." I'm oh, like, right. "Story." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've I've not run into it. I've not. I mean, look, I I made it up to hey, I made it up to the final boss a couple of times. I'm desperately Doc, trying, Doctor Eggman. To, <laughs> obviously, the final boss is Hades. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying, man. But then I then I just I hit a point where I was like. I want to play some other games. I'm, I've, I've devoted, I put a lot of time into Hades right now. I want to play some other stuff, and then everything that happened happened, and I kind of, you know, sort of was like, I'll take a breather from this. Yep. Moved on to something else. Um, so the reason that I was able to be so disciplined and stop myself from playing video games is that I've currently entered one of the greatest weeks of my life, where um, I have no pressing, two pressing oh, deadlines. Okay. And 
I Wait, got it. Did I... you just go from no pressing deadlines to two pressing deadlines? What do you mean? Well, you just said I have no. I have two pressing. No, deadlines. I said no, 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 no. I have no pressing deadlines. Okay, like, yeah, awesome. Yeah. Um, nothing. Not. I, I'm not being chased for anything at the moment. Sure. And uh, the Xbox Series S came out yesterday Hell and yes. X, obviously, but I got the S, so I am now. For the first time in my life, an Xbox boy. Nice. Um, I got I got this awesome deal with my phone company where it's thirty three dollars a month to get the the console and it's called Xbox Gold Live. Ultimate or something like that. Yeah, which Xbox comes Gold, with Game sure. Pass. Yeah, and a bunch of other stuff. EA, all the EA games, um, like so many games on Game Pass. Game Pass is unbelievable. I'm glad you've finally seen it for yourself. Well, I always knew it was sick, but just having it and then like seeing the amount of games, like Spirit Fairer, for example. Yeah. A forty-five dollar game that I didn't want to buy on Switch because that's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, when you were trying to play heaps of games, I was like, oh, you know, I do want to play it. But so Spirit Fair is on there. Um, a game like uh, uh, Dragon Ball, sorry, Dragon Dragon Quest Eleven mm-hmm. uh, is coming out to Game Pass in like a week and a half or something like that. That would have if I played it on Switch, that would have cost me like ninety dollars. Yeah. But it, there it is on that. Um, I, I've I've it was. I just went ape shit. I got so many games. Like all of our Devolver favorites on there are on there. Um, a recent game that came out um, through Humble Bundle, Iconfell, is on there. Okay. Um, uh, there's just so many goddamn good indie games and and other games. Yeah. On Game Pass, it's a tremendous service. The Xbox Series S is beautiful. Like I think it's maybe the prettiest console I've ever owned. Yeah. It's that. That's the. Like, it's like a white box with the black kind of waffle vent. Yep. Um, I love it. I think the Series X is a disgusting chode. <laughs> it's right. so big. Oh yeah, the big the fridge essentially. It's just too big. Like I I don't yeah. like it. No, that's, that's I've seen it on people's in people's entertainment shelves, and it looks it looks like when people like like buy and start making their own synths. Okay, <laughs> like it looks like a like a you know significant piece of hardware for like a, an instrument or whatever. It looks like it looks like something that or an um, amp. Yeah, it looks like something from. Uh, Space Odyssey of 2001 One blinking red light and yeah. yeah you put that in your entertainment unit And then a, a monkey throws up And throws it, shows up and throws a bone <laughs> at it Or something like that um, But yeah I've never, I've obviously never been part of the Xbox ecosystem You've been since the 360 or earlier? Uh, 360 yeah. um, I always associated you with, uh, with, with uh, Being an Xbox guy And like you know Whenever something was you know really good you would have. Uh, you, you'll tell me about them. You know oh yeah, I mean? yeah, definitely. I'll, um, I always. But it was always difficult. It's been difficult over the years. Like as as PlayStation has gone from this like, you know, mega hit to mega hit, like God of War and yes. Last of Us and Spider Man, to occasionally pop up and be like, oh, this Xbox game's pretty good, guys." Shut up, we're talking about Last of Us yeah. okay. So I did mention that this is the best week ever Because PS5 comes out tomorrow I'm picking it up at 7.30 in the morning Oh, damn So yeah, I'm getting two brand new consoles this week um, And it just it feels it like just such so unnecessary and so ridiculous Especially this year But I was able to like organize pretty okay deals for both of them That like, I, can, I can make work Hell yeah um, But yeah, I think that the PlayStation lineup As like a launch lineup Is like one of the strongest lineups I mean, the, there is a dampener in that, like a lot of the big, I mean, and obviously none of them are indie games, but uh, all of the big launch titles on PlayStation, the majority of them are available on um, PS4 as well. Okay. But I mean, I think, you know, they're obviously going to play like, with no loading times. That's the thing. Like playing, I'm playing Yakuza 7 okay, on, sure. um, on Xbox Series X. S. There's, you know, like games will like, you know, you get used to that. Like, oh, it's going to show me like one of 60 tips Sure. For the game while it loads And you maybe you can cycle through Like up to 10 or 20 of them Yeah 
it will fl- a tip will flash on the screen for a, less than a second, like a split second. But you know, you should eat in this game, <laughs> and then like, and then suddenly you're loaded into into the net. Yeah. Right, god damn, uh, it's it's crazy. And this is like the the significantly less powerful one. I got it because I I love the idea of having a, all the all, access to all the game pass. Of course, games. sure. And there's a brilliant amount of indies. I'm just I, I and I also. God, the Xbox app is so good. Yeah, it's so, what a great ecosystem. Like it's I, I, like cause the PlayStation app fucking chokes on shits. But, that was um, that was Joe. My wife was like, "Oh, should we, should we, um, should we flip to PlayStation?" And I was like, "You can barely use the Xbox. You will not know anything to do in PlayStation. Like every time I've used a PlayStation, the UI, I'm like, what is going on? Well, here? I think the UI on the actual console itself is fine. I, mean, I guess maybe because I'm used to it. But sure. yeah, the, their phone app, for example, they've simplified it recently, but the Xbox phone app is so good. Yeah. So I, I, now I can just, I can access my entire library. And if I want to make room on my, on my Xbox, which is, you know, currently in rest mode or whatever, mm-hmm. I can delete games yeah. from my phone. That's so cool. Yeah, you can manage the um, whole thing. So I, I've, the indie games that I've downloaded so far on Game Pass are Scourgebringer. Okay. Um, there's a lot of rare replay games here now. Big chunk. Um, Gorna 2. Right, sure, sure. Um, Carto. Yes, Carto just came out. I really want to get into that one. Um, Unravel 2. I never played the sequel to that. Spirit okay, Farer. Yeah. And I've been playing um, about two hours into Ori, Will and the Wisps now. Hell yes. God, it is good. It is so good playing it. And, and it's it's such a like, it's a step up from the previous so game. So much. And also yeah. like, I love that like, they were kind of like, well, you know, Hollow Knight may, may have borrowed a lot of things from the first Ori game. Let's just give Ori a, a sword. Yeah, like Hollow Knight. He, just, he gets a sword now. Do it. Yeah. I, I saw that. I was like, okay. <laughs> Let's give so him a gun next. Just hacking shit up as Ori. It rules. Yeah. Um, that game is, is beautiful. Oh, it's stunning. Is it Moon? Moon Games who make that? Yeah, Moon Studios. Moon Studios, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a killer game. I, I really want to try and finish it for it so it can be in the uh, the runnings for my, my game of the year. Nice. Like Goatee. Um, so yeah, I've been I've, I've spent the most of the last day playing um, playing Xbox games, um, and I, I've I've been playing a lot of games on my PlayStation as well, um, and very excited about PS5 coming out. Most excited about Astro Base, mm-hmm. Astro Astro Bot game that's built in. I love a pack in game. Yeah, yeah. Alex Kidd in Miracle World. Sure, that's on, on the PS5 on the, on the Master System. <laughs> Brilliant. You know, you just close the lid of certain, oh yeah, of course, certain uh, uh, Master Systems, and it would play Alex yeah. Kidd. You turn Fucking it on without sick. a cartridge on, and yeah, yeah, you got three minutes. The swimming bit's the best part. We'll have to pay for that. Okay. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> That's so good. Great theme song. Um, hopefully, Astrobot has uh, has music as good as uh, Alex Kidd in Miracle World. But yeah, I'm, I'm not, I, like even though I'm excited to play another Spider Game, Spider Man game again, Astrobot yeah. is where I'm at right, for the nice. game. I'm gonna, I can't wait to. Apparently, that shows off the uh, the new DualSense controller. Okay. Yeah, I'm very happy I got the Xbox first for two days, so I can be like, "Wow, Xbox is great." Before PS5, I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> um, uh, but man, and look, every time you go to buy a game, you'll be like, "God damn, Xbox is so good." So when I go pick up my PS5 tomorrow, I think I might have to spend even more money because my Nintendo Switch has become borderline unplayable. Really, it is undocked. The drifting is so fucking bad. Oh god! And we are talking about a bunch of games this week that like. Like disc room, for example, is like you if if it nudges you in the wrong direction because like I mean, do you have drift in your in your Joy-Con? I had drift. I have a 
I think for my last birthday, my wife bought me a new pair of Joy-Cons because I had yeah, right. bonkers drift. How are that. they going? Yeah, they're fine so far. Should I, should I just I get think... new Joy-Cons or should I buy like a can can of air or whatever and what was, blast there was, out? There was the... one particular game, Ape Out. Ape Out is what killed my Joy-Cons. That's right. Oh, oh so just while we're on that, I, I have gone back and tried to beat that level that you mentioned. And? It's very difficult. Oh my God, it's so <laughs> hard. I've come so close. I've, I haven't even gotten to the, the baby yet. So, really? Yeah, yeah. I've I've made it almost out of the, the final corridor to exit the building and then bam, someone shot me. It's so frustrating. But yeah, I, I, so I'm, I'm going from like, I, I play a lot. I played all of Mario Galaxy with Archie um, docked okay. with a pro controller and that rocked so good playing that again. And I, we, he and I have played a few other games docked and then playing like Xbox and PlayStation and like being like, yeah, hell yeah, absolutely no problems with these controls. And then as soon as I pick up uh, a Switch game and play it undocked, it just fucking eats shit. I, yeah. Like that, 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 Oof. the drifting is, is like just so like, yeah, it either causes me to die or it causes me to be so frustrated that I don't take the game seriously anymore. Yeah, of course. So a lot of games... I've 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 played. I have not finished any Switch games in, in the last little while because I just get so frustrated playing it when it's undocked. Right. And as we all know from listening to many episodes of this, um, I I prefer to play my Switch undocked. And now oh, of course, it, it has forced my hand, John. <laughs> so I don't know. I guess I should send them away to get fixed or try. I don't know. I've tried putting um, alcohol. Right. Sure. I mean, there's it, there's like a jillion videos on like how to fix your Switch but, drift. Yeah. But, but it's like oh, you'll you'll need to do this repeatedly. It's one of those ones where it's like. Here are six incredibly specialized tools that you'll need to order from overseas to do. Yeah, blah, blah, I, I blah. used it's to. Like, nah. It used to be like noticeable, but not like annoying. It would just be yeah. like every now and then, like Link would just walk in the opposite direction or whatever. Sure. And now it's like every minute, yeah. it kicks in, and especially like. So I was playing Iconfell, which is like a you know an RPG, mm-hmm. and it would just like oh. between menu selections. Oh yeah, that's and then brutal. yeah, like disc room, I, I I died so many times because it just decided to like walk me in the other direction. Sure, directly um, into a disc. Yes, yeah, There's a lot of discs in disc room. Yeah, uh, should we talk about disc room? Yeah, let's do it. Let's talk about uh, Terry Devol- Pratchett's disc room. <laughs> Devolver's latest game uh, is uh, by a bunch of um, uh, developers who we've talked about many times on the podcast. Yeah. Um, it's kind of it's almost like a it's like a super group of indie developers essentially, like one of them I know one of them is formerly of Vlambeer. Yes, it's uh, Jan Willem, yep. uh, Mr. Vlambeer, uh, but he is also one of the makers of Minute. Yes, of course. Um, alongside uh, Kitty Callis, who was is another maker of, of Disc Room. Yep. Jan Willem Nijman. Uh, then we have Terry Velman, who I'm not familiar with, but no. Dose One, who I am. Very familiar with, incredibly, um, uh, as an as a as a musical artist. Um, I, I grew up as a as a teen. I guess at the point where I where I met John, I was extremely into a uh, uh, alternative alternative hip hop collective called Anticon. Yeah, and Dose One was a member of, of that group, and his group themselves was a and, and uh, Thirteen and God were uh, two, was, two groups that I listened to a lot of. It was one of those collectives where it's like deep puddle dynamics six six different bands with but like with like four members yeah, yeah but each in different yeah. configurations essentially and he also recorded solo as well and yes. produced beats for rappers and stuff like that but yeah so he he made that he made, just make the music for disc room or did he also develop this i game think it might have been just the music um, and he's also um, one of the one of the devs behind uh, another game we're about to talk about, Sludge Life. Sludge Life, as another is uh, Terry Velman. Terry Velman worked on Sludge Life. Oh as well. right, cool. Yeah, okay, so that's, sure. that's what I'm saying. It's this weird, like, 
conglomeration. Feels of, like Anticon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is, Devolver is now the Anticon of games. Yeah, perfect. Uh, but Disc Room is a game where you play a dude who uh, enters a room with many discs spinning around in it. And it's your job to survive in this room as long as possible. If you survive longer than 10 seconds, you unlock the next disc room, which also has many discs swirling around in it. But each disc room is full of different varieties of disc. Some big, some small, some fast, some slow, but all deadly. Yes. When we, By the way, when we say discs, don't think of like a CD. We're talking like a saw blade. Like they're very yes. clearly deadly. Blade room. Yes. It sounds like a, like a sequel to Blade. <laughs> Blade Room um, uh, But we played this game um, uh, Earlier this year When we did a um, Yeah we uh, went to the preview Devolver, event The showcase they did Devolver in showcase in Sydney And um, it was by far My highlight of the games That we got to play that day Yeah Which also included Sludge Life Sludge Life And Carrion Carrion yep uh, And there was one other one um, But it's Oh it was Enter the Gungeon Enter the Gungeon e- yeah. Exit the Gungeon Exit the Yeah So yeah. that's that's one that we've we I think We already had that We already had been out On like yeah. Apple Arcade And other consoles by that time But yeah Disc Room I, And I remember like Loving it instantly And being like You have to finish this And not letting you get up From your seat Until you also finished it yeah. And you're looking at me like I can't finish it man I'm like yes you can <laughs> Finish it There's too many discs Levens um, Yeah look I'm I'm I just kind of I bought it Yesterday Dived in this morning and I've already unlocked like three of the abilities you can unlock and yep. a bunch awesome. of the rooms. And it's it's really fun. I, I think I love that it is one of those games that encourages you to die. Yes. Like the fact that the fact that you can like one of... To unlock rooms, there are a variety of things you like... To unlock a new room, you might need to survive in an area for 10 seconds. Or you might need to survive over an entire zone for a cumulative amount of 60 seconds. Or you might need to have died by a certain number of different discs. Yes. So it's one of those things like there was one, it's early on, but like these giant discs spinning around the room. And if you survive 20 seconds, a golden disc shows up. And so immediately I was like, okay, well, this means I need to survive for 20 seconds and then dodge all these other discs to get to the the golden disc disc and let that one. Yeah. It was, that was a, that was a, a nail bite of that one. But, um, there's a lot of those. So yeah, get and, used to that. <laughs> and they're like they're peppering in some really interesting mechanics from what I've seen so far. So I'm up to the section of rooms where time only passes when you're standing in the circle of the center yep. of the I room. I love that. What a great little twist on the kind of uh, like the, the game. The, yeah, the gatekeeper one for that was a bitch. Like, yep, it's you, you need to survive. It counts down from 20 seconds, and I died so many times trying to get to those 20 seconds. Um. It's it's so much fun though. Like yeah. it is it is a great pick up and play for like that limited window of time. If you know if if, if you if you are trying to write a book and maybe yeah. like okay three minutes of gaming today, it'll be a very fun I wrote three a, I wrote a verb. I get five minutes. Yeah. of games. It'll be a very fun three minutes playing Disc Room. Um, I have come close to finishing this, but I can't beat the last gatekeeper. Right. Because there's a glitch. And I get an <gasps> error message, and then the, the the game quits. Oh, and a few people have encountered breaker. this, and apparently that it's being patched. But at okay. the moment, right? Yeah, I can't play it, uh, which is sucks because I probably would have finished it. That's I totally would have finished it. I'm the best at games. I yeah, would have finished it. Um, I'm very I'm very intrigued by the story that's developing because the you you say at the beginning it's a guy in a room, it's like a giant disc has shown up to Earth, and scientists right. scientists are sent there to figure out what is this thing, and you know study and explore it. And so you, the guy you're playing is a scientist who, because I don't have you read the descriptions of the discs? Uh, a little bit. 
as you die to each of the discs, it gets added to like a compendium of discs. But the descriptions are not about the discs. That's like John, John's like, Im- like immediate thing when, he, when you start a game. Is oh, like, yeah. Is there a compendium? You've got a compendium in this? <laughs> I'm into it. But it's, um, it's uh, the entries are like, they're not describing the discs. They're like, why am I being kept alive by this place? What is going on? Like, it seems to want me to die. Like, all, like it's just, it's almost like a journal keeping his thoughts rather yeah. than like this is actual study of the discs kind of thing. But um, so I'm very intrigued by the story. I love the fact that it is so instantaneous yes. to restart. It's yes. like Super Meat Boy so or important things like to this that. Kind of game. Yeah, called yeah. Celeste or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's just bang, you're right at the beginning, you start again. Um, yeah, I'm going to, this is, this is one that I think I probably won't be able to do long periods of playing it, but I think it's something where it's like, cool, I'll play some disc room for the next 10 minutes. Or yeah, I'm on a, a bus I, ride or a train ride. I room. sat down and smashed out the most of the game yeah. the other day. It was very fun. How long do you, how long would you say it is? Uh, I haven't finished yet, so I'm not sure, but I, I assume it's around the kind of three, four hour mark. If, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So about eight to nine for me. <laughs> um, but yeah. Highly, highly recommend Disc Room. It's on Switch. It's on PC. PC. That's it for the moment. I think so. I feel like well, that's it for the yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. Probably on um, Game Pass six months from now. So speaking of uh, Disc Room, that is a great segue because as we mentioned earlier, Dose One and Terry Vellum both worked on Sludge Life. Which was also published by Devolver. Also a Devolver game. And previewed by us in March. Yeah. Um, and I think while Disc Room was your favorite at... Um, at that showcase event sludge life was my favorite uh and i think it speaks a lot to kind of our, our our gaming history and stuff that you went for the very kind of fast twitch game arcade yeah, arcade kind of game yep. and i had the like oh it's a first person exploration game essentially yeah so in sludge life you play a graffiti artist called ghost who um essentially you want to be the king of the city so you need to go around this this weird city that's sitting in an ocean of sludge produced by a, a corporation that's just pouring pollution out. Um, essentially, like, jumping and exploring and finding all these places where you can tag. Uh, and the more tags you get up, you get the attention of other graffiti artists and they'll, like, collab with you on various pieces. It's... Um, it's very kind of it's very light on story. There's no real story to speak of. It's just about Oh right. See, I thought this would be a very story based no, game. No, no, no. So, yeah, right. It's it's just you come across these little vignettes of like action happening in the world and, and that kind of thing. But it's there's no real the only thing driving you forward is keep finding graffiti spots. Right. Um It's it's this incredibly strange world uh that's full of like sort of dumb dumb some of it's really dumb humor some of it's really absurd really strange um it was always fun to like oh there's a new person i have to go talk to them essentially i want to find out what they're going to say uh you can like you can press a button and start smoking (laughs) which oddly enough makes it kind of the same as uh friends of ringo ishikawa yeah sure yeah uh, and arrest of a stone buddha i believe um you can there's a button you can uh push to fart like that's the kind of level we're dealing with great it it very much it feels like something that um that that our uh, a mutual friend of ours jed would right. be really into okay, i sure. think i yeah. think he'd really enjoy it um it's a jed game everyone it's yeah mark it down we, it's a jed game we got Big it, time it's jed rated game. j for jed um <laughs> Yeah, so I actually like I I got it. It's for free on the Epic Store at the moment. It's free to like next year sometime. Oh, cool! And was like, cool. Let's dive in. 
And I just, it was my game from start to finish. Like whenever I was at home, I was playing Sludge Life. Uh, it gets, you can pick up, you pick up all these cool tools that help you explore. Like you pick up a glider, you can pick up a teleporter where you like drop it somewhere, go wherever you want, and then hit the teleport button, arrive back where you are. And that's used to like solve some puzzles while exploring. So there's some elements of like, oh, cool. I managed to achieve that. Um, it has three separate endings. Uh, yeah, right. Cool. Which, which... Is it, and is it like, are, are there like gameplay mechanics in it or is it just explore exploration? And... It's, it's mainly exploration. Like it's kind of like experimentation you... or like to, to an extent. Yeah. There's a bit of an, exp... there's, there's a bit of like, you'll see, cause wherever you can, wherever you can spray up your tag, there'll be a little like floating, uh, spray can icon. And sometimes you'll see one and be like, how the hell am I supposed <laughs> to get there? Um, and then it gets it gets a little easier. Like at one point, you you pick up the eye, like a jar containing the eyes of the king of graffiti in town. And so whenever you pull that out, it'll point to like what's the nearest tag you can use. So towards the end of the game, when I was at like eighty five, ninety tags and running out of places where I was thinking, it was a lot of like, okay, the eyes are pointing that way, go that way a bit. Okay, the eyes are pointing this way now, like triangulating and finding that kind of stuff. And then seeing that it's like, oh, the next one's at the top of a huge crane. Okay, how can I climb this crane? Like trying to look okay, around. Yeah, and, sure, yeah. So it was really, it was really rewarding and entertaining in that kind of sense. Um, yeah, I, I think this is. It's definitely somewhere on my game of the year list. Uh, which you know, that's going to be fun to put together this year. It is. I think. Yeah, it's it's going to be strange. It's I'd, been an odd year. There's no like top three that immediately jumps out to me. I'm going to have to be like, oh, I guess that was my favorite game of the year. I think is going to. I th- I mean, Hades seems like a front runner, but just because it's such a perfect version of what it is. Yeah. No. Definitely. Um, but two and three, I'm like, what the what the hell are two and three? Hades. Uh, it was is is awesome and so great, but I, I don't want to put it number one because I haven't beat it yet. Because I'm just like fuck you, right? Hades. Okay, okay. Be slightly easier, but also I don't want to do the easy mode. <laughs> if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Um, I'll tell you what, what was hard, going from um, uh, Hades, which is a, uh, a very, very good, um, uh, what would you call it? What's it? A roguelike, roguelite or roguelike? I can't remember. What, what roguelite. Um, to another roguelite, yes. which is also very good, but certain, like the, the, the best thing about the Hades for me is how tight the controls are. Mm. It's, it's such an excellent like hack and slash like action game yeah um and uh going under is a game that was published uh, last month by team 17 uh developed by agro Cat crab games hey, hey yeah. um and great name it is such a well written like beautifully designed uh crazy concept roguelite in this game um you have been hired by a new startup um and you know it's just like there's just constant parodies of like i guess like you know uh silicon valley startup culture yeah you're not really sure what the company does it's just it could do any number of bizarre like you know i think it makes it makes flavored waters or something yeah, yeah really weird right. flavored right. yeah, yeah. waters that's right so you, do, you are aware but the uh your your job that you're given has nothing to do with the product that the company makes you are sent you're essentially you're sent to go under the company and kill all the monsters that live beneath the company. But the monsters themselves have created a startup. Yes. Yeah. So um, you 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 are responsible of getting shutting down this startup essentially. And so you fight them with any object you can get your hands on beneath the office. And yes. So there will be like office equipment or like bottles or the en- the weapons that the enemies uh, are, f- are holding. Once you beat them, you can pick up their weapons. Yeah. Um, and there are like weird little perks that you can pick up along the way. Um, it is so much fun and so good, but the combat is very floaty, yeah, um, and imprecise, like the opposite of how it feels to play Hades. So, in spite of how much I loved the world, it was like just very jarring going from Hades to going under's combat. It was also like that. That was my issue because I've played some going under, and I played it almost directly after I played Hades. And my big problem was, oh, I've gone from... Because I, I, I agree with everything you've said. The world is fascinating. The the dialogue is really funny, particularly if you, if you work it's in... It's super funny. If you like, work in an office, I think it's one of those things where you're like, haha, I know someone like that kind of thing. Um, the concept is great. The art's great, etc. It was just the actual, like, the actual point of the gameplay, which is the combat and destroying these things. It never felt... I never felt like, oh, I'm going to walk in this room and mo- like totally monster it. It's going to be great. I was always just like, I'd go in with full health and leave with half health. Oh, okay, right. Because yeah, sure. Just because it'd be like, dodge. I said, dodge, dodge, damn it. I've been hit kind of thing. Yep. And it also, I mean, particularly coming off Hades where you're playing with the same weapon the entire way through, the fact that, I mean, there are pros and cons to it. The weapons in this, the more you use them, they degrade. They eventually are destroyed. Mm-hmm. So you need to kind of look around and find good weapons as quickly as... Like, I made it to the boss level of the first startup you try to shut down. Immediately had 
all my good weapons shattered and then it's just like I'm using a pencil to stab one point of health off this boss at a time. <laughs> this is like, this is a nightmare, guys. There's nothing you could go to picked up? Eventually there is, but it's it's nothing strong that like no strong weapons that I'm like hell yeah I can take this boss down now. Yeah, see, I, I think I can see. Whereas Hades, like you're not so much you are getting good at the game, but you are very reliant on the crazy perks you pick up. Mm. Um, this one, I think you just have to get good at the combat in the game. But, but it's it's one of those things where, like you say, it's so floaty. Yeah, that it's tough to get button timings down properly. Yeah, yeah, and that yeah no, kind I agree with thing. that for sure. Yeah, I really like it. I want to give it more time, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to. This yeah, year. during I'm, this year, the end of the year, game of all game, game <laughs> of month, game, how you game of month, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's something that I'll probably dive back in. Like it's on, it's on my pile now. Visually, it reminds me of Donut County a lot. Yeah, it's a very sort of like cartoonish. Like goose game, donut bright, kind of bright kind yeah. of like block shapes. Yeah, block yeah. shapes sort of thing. Um, I mean, you do you you do there is you pick up perks as you go through the levels as well, and similar to you can actually get employees of the company to be your kind of like how to put this like mentors. That's right. right that's, that's the right. language yeah, they yeah, use. You, yeah, yeah. you can pick them as you, if you perform a task for them during a run. You can unlock them as mentors and you'll get like... Because I think the first guy I got was the in-company barista. Yep. And his thing was whenever I whenever I found a shop in the dungeon, I could get him to like steal one object for me for free, mm-hmm. which is a cool little perk. And, you know, all the employees have different perks. So there's definitely... There's a lot of systems there to change how you like... What your experience of the game is like. But it just... It boils down to... Dodge when I press the dodge button, lady. Yeah, yeah, sure. Just do it. <laughs> um, cool. So that's going under. Yep. Which I th- I'm not sure what is it available on. I think it might be only Switch and PC again. Yeah. Sludge Life is apparently available on Switch, but God knows I haven't seen it. I, it's, I don't think it's on Switch yet. Right. Um, it's on. Oh, okay, it's on everything. Switch, PS4, Xbox One, Windows. Um, going under. Hell yeah! From Team Seventeen, who would do a lot of lot of good games. Yeah. Um, so you have you've played a, a game that, that that you've told me there's a story behind. Yes. So, um, so with all the difficulty with the rental stuff I've had over the last month, there were definitely like when we essentially what happened is we rented a house that was too small for us in a in a suburb in Sydney. You guys grew after after signing the lease. You grew. Yeah, indeed. Um, but the first is so like we went through a brutal move. Like moving sucks. For the worst. Like it's I, I understand why people take on million dollar mortgages now, because it means you don't have to move your shit <laughs> for thirty years and that's great. So we just finished a move and it was a move that didn't even have the nice end point of, oh, we get to set up a house a home now and get comfortable in that. It was we are leaving our shit in boxes, we are we are moving again as soon as possible. Don't bother unpacking, let's just get things set up. And I, we didn't have internet at this house or anything like that. Um, and I was like, I went, I, the game I was playing at that time was snow runner. I was really into snow runner, but I just had a night where I'm like, I'm too anxious. I'm too like, you know, the, the too fu- anxious to run snow. The future's too cloudy for me to, to push my big trucks around. <laughs> and so I had a, I had a day off game. Those games are on uh, game pass, by the way. A snow runner. Mud runner. Mud runner. Yeah. 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 Mudrunner pales in comparison oh, to wow. Snowrunner. Snowrunner is the shit. <laughs> um, so I had a night off gaming and then 
the next day I was like, I want to play something, but I don't want to play SnowRunner at the moment. What do I want to play? And I had the Long Dark on my on my Switch. I had a few other games that I'd bought that I'd never played before. Long Dark I had played ages ago on my on my laptop. Um, and I just I looked at Long Dark and I went, you know what? I just want something familiar right now. I just want to play something I've played before. There's new stuff to it. They've they've reworked some of it, and there's a new ch- new episode they've added that I have yet to see. This is it, and so I just dived into the long dark, which is a survival game, right? It's a first person survival game. It's very slow. It's very measured. It's not like it's not like collect as many tree trunks as you can and build a cabin. It is like you have just found a backpack in the snow and it has a chocolate bar in it. Yay! <laughs> Because it means you get to like get your calories up, and that'll help you get to the next place you need to go. Like it's, it's a game that's very much steeped in inventory management and and maintaining like you've got thirst, hunger, tiredness. And... So Eleven's nightmare game. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, this is absolutely not something you would ever want to touch. And I think it's on her Game Pass. So <laughs> you contract- get it away from me. Contractually, you have I'm to throw it on Um and it was just, it was such a, like, because I'd played it before, it was that beautifully familiar feeling of like, okay, I know what the the story beats are, but it was also getting to see like, oh, this is how they've reworked it. They've really edited that first episode to make it more streamlined of how you get into the game. They've like, you know, removed certain story elements, added other story elements. Um, so yeah, it's, and that's the thing from that moment on, I've been playing... Uh, the long dark since like even before that when i was at home i'd be playing something on my pc which was for out of the house since then yeah. it's just been switched the whole way through long dark and just because i'm like i just want to get to the end of episode three then i can put it down because four and five aren't out yet and move on to something else but i just this is like taken me so yeah are you the, into episode three or you're i've in? just made it into episode nice. three which Exciting. is cool i, I keep working my way is through it new to you now all the stuff I'm playing now is I've not seen before. So it's all mm. new to me. Um, but it's one of those things where it's like, like I like yuppie psycho by the guy that made count Lucanor yes, came right. out and I've been wanting to play that for ages and I bought it, but it's just been sitting on my switch. Cause I'm like, I've got to find a jar of peanut butter in the snow and then grab <laughs> some sticks and stuff like that. It's, it's definitely, I mean, it's in the site. It's in the sort of same campus snow runner of like, it's just, uh, there's something beautiful about games that involve trudging rather than like quick movement and glamorous action. It's like, no, this is a slow and steady thing. Yeah, I can't. My, need... That's not why I play games. Oh, like, of course my, not. Of my course. brain just is just like, don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> this is what books are for. Go do taxes instead. Yeah. That's far more interesting. Um, but yeah, I'm like, I'm really enjoying the long dark, even though it was, even though it was born out of like, and look, I, I like full disclaimer, the, the thing we went through wasn't that horrible. We still had a roof over our heads. No, no, like, no, everything sucks. was no, fine. Moving twice is just horrible no matter yeah. who you are. Yeah, it sucks. But I really like... It was really cool to come back to this game that I knew had been improved and have another run at it and be like, ah, oh, the, the beauty of playing something familiar combined with like, oh, there's new elements that I haven't seen before. It's a different brand of peanut butter in the snow. Yeah, it's more calories. It's a crunchy. The last one was smooth. So that was developed by Hinterland Studios, or Studio, and it's on uh, Xbox One, Microsoft Windows, Linux, and classic Mac OS, according to Google. And Switch. 
I don't know. Oh, of course, on Switch. Update your Google, guys. Did you play it on Switch? Yes, I've been playing yeah, it on Switch. Switch. Uh, and that's that's one of the that's one of the great things as well is like as I would as I was going back to work and stuff like oh I've got this thing to play at lunchtime yeah, yeah, etc cetera, etc. Cetera. Fun. But awesome. yeah, long dark, real fun. Well, so, real fun if you're me. <laughs> <laughs> so the final game we're going to talk about today is uh, I Can Fell. Yeah. Uh, which is the latest game from uh, Humble Humble Studios. Um, who have given us uh, many all the small games favorites like um, Slay the Spire mm-hmm. and um, Wonder Song. Okay. And uh, this Arkenfell is much closer to Wonder Song than it is Slay the Spire. It's an RPG in which you play as a girl who is going to visit her sister at a school for people who can practice magic. Nice. And uh, the opening chapter is really great. Um, you're basically like wandering through the woods and suddenly magic trees start popping up um, behind you and blocking your way back. And you're like, oh, that's crazy. I must be, I must be close to Eichenfell now. And Eichenfell is the name of this school. Sure. Where your sister is. Um, and Sounds way cooler than Hogwarts. You are just a, you're a regular muggle. You're a girl. Oh. With, you, look like, you look like a Maddie from Celeste. You have okay. bright, bright red hair and you're pixelated. Nice. Um, and uh, as you um, light a fire to spend the night, um, uh, three ghosts approach you and fight you because no mere mortal may ever gaze upon Eichenfell. Ooh. And so they fight you and it's one of those you know classic RPG first battles that you can't win. Right, And so right, when they right. knock you to the ground, suddenly with zero health, you explode into the air and you now uh, have the powers of one of the most powerful witches that the ghosts have ever seen. Oh, wow. And uh, they invite you to kick their ass with your newfound powers, and you do. <laughs> and then they're like, wow, you're the best. You can totally go through. On you go to Eichenfell. Okay. Um, and it's a really, really awesome first chapter. Um, super fun. It's, uh, you know, um, turn-based combat, but you uh, also has a little bit of, like, tactics involved in that you're kind of you're moving yourself around the screen to a spot right. first and then making your attack. Um, and, uh, yeah, now I'm, uh, I'm like exploring the, the grounds and, uh, and, and getting into battles with, uh, with rocks and, and, uh, <laughs> other weird things in the environment. It's not um, even a live rock. You just like, screw you, yeah. just punch on. Just punching rocks. Yeah. Um, but, uh, the one thing I will say to absolutely sell people on this game is save points are cats. You pet a Whoa. cat, you save the game, you replenish your health. Hell yeah! So okay, they know the market. They know that they're appealing to, uh, you know, what humble humble do night in the woods as well. No, no, not no. night in the woods. Now you've piqued my interest. Who did night in the woods? Um, but you know, like yeah, I mean, Wanda Song was this beautiful, like you know, uh, like uh, sweet narrative for sensitive souls, and I think this definitely fits in that same bracket. Yeah. Fingy, Fingy published. Yeah. I mean, developed by Infinite Fall while we're here. Cool. There you um, go. But yeah, if, I think if you, know, if, if you loved Wonder Song and you're looking for a game that captures that same kind of like humorous dialogue, like, you know, very sweet story and fun like gameplay, apparently there's even a mode you can put on where you just instantly win all battles. Oh, right. Um, we should say actually accessibility has played a large part in a lot of the games we've talked about today, particularly Disc Room. Yeah. I've not fooled around with it at all, but you can make that game very easy if you want to just play it and enjoy it as less of a like you know good, like teeth grinding challenge. Sure. The accessibility options are excellent. It sounds like um, Hades and Going Under might have good accessibility stuff too, but this Eichenfell does as well. Oh, nice. If okay. you like playing games just to have fun without the challenge. Or if it's you, there for you. If you have some difficulties with playing games in yes, the standard way. Definitely. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not just for those who are like, difficulty. 
Um, but yeah, um, I can fell. It's a it's a really cute game. It's on Switch and it's also on Game Pass, so I can play it twice if I wanted to. What have you been What have you been playing it on? Switch. Okay, right. So every now and then the main character will just, just walk up. <laughs> That's why you keep picking fights with rocks. Yeah, yeah You're not exactly. meant to go that way, but you... Oh, I kicked it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, it's cool. I mean, Humble is a studio like Devolver, like Team 17, that I'll always check out their releases, and I'm very rarely disappointed. Yeah, it's... I still... I'm, I think I've said it on an episode before, but I still think it's cool that the what started as essentially a charitable endeavor... Yes. Has, ...has grown to encompass, like, they publish their own games now. Yes, definitely. Which means Humble Bundle will eventually be able to do a Humble Humble Bundle. <laughs> Perfect. I look forward to the day. Um, so uh, that is it for our, our reviews of, of games we've played. Yeah. Um, and uh, we, we apologize for it being so long between episodes, but um, we see how full the inbox is and we will answer these emails at some point in the future. Yes. I want to go out with one because I really like this question. Do it. Tyler, um, who is a longtime listener of uh, all the small games, um, uh, is, has sent us an email. He's writing in today to recommend a game to uh, us and the listeners that he's been playing and loving. It's called Paradise Killer. Hmm. In Paradise Killer, you play as Lady Love Dies, an investigation oh. freak who has spent three million days in exile until she is suddenly called back to Paradise Island to investigate a brutal murder of the island's ruling council. Um, a suspect is in custody and all signs point to their guilt, but perhaps a little too cleanly. What follows is a 3D open world investigative journey where you question a colorful and sexy cast of characters, scour the island for evidence and secrets, pursue leads and build your own case against the guilty party or parties. The game has a bit of a Breath of the Wild feel, like jumping off the Great Plateau. You are free to approach your investigation from any angle, gather or not evidence in any order, and you are free to tackle the end game, presenting your accusation and case to the judge at any point in time. Character work is very strong. Everyone has a compelling backstory and potential motive if you take the time to learn it. And the crime itself is multi-layered and fascinating. Discovering evidence or connecting the odd dots between testimony, both true and false, feels very rewarding. The game has some minor issues, a bad map, repetitive recorded dialogue, which can be turned off, and somewhat stiff controls, but on the whole, it is excellent. Particular shout-out to how well the game tracks your leads and evidence. The game would be a good fit for anyone who loves stuff like Ace Attorney, Oberdin, Hypnospace Outlaw, etc. So if you look, enjoy, if you enjoy your experiences as a uh, judge and or lawyer slash whatever you are in all these games. Sure, um, investigator. investigator. Yeah, um, uh, maybe give this one a shot. It's called Paradise Killer. Definitely Cons- one that has been on my radar, but I never got around to playing. Consider my interest incredibly peaked. Mm. I like I, the sound I, of that. I liked Oberdin. I liked Hypnospace Outlaw. Yeah. Have you ever played an Ace Attorney game? No. They're great. Yeah? Yeah, you don't play enough Japanese games. I've always said that about you. I (laughs) don't. So the second part of Tyler's uh, email is the question. I also have a question for you. Uh, This year I have been deliberately focused on finishing games rather than jumping between the newest thing. What games have you started and then stopped playing in 2020 that you want to get back to before the year is out? Hope you're well. Love from Canada. Tyler. Thank you, Tyler. Hope that you, is a great hope question. You're well too. Because this year, more than any other year, I have ditched so many games that I oh, yeah. celebrated while I was playing them. Definitely. I mean, look, Hades tops the list in terms of, you know, I want to beat. I want to beat my dad. <laughs> um, <laughs> I beat that dad. Uh, so Hades is definitely up there. I mean, there's there's little ones like um, I Am Dead from Annapurna or published by Annapurna Interactive. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily challenging. It's just 
takes time. Like it's another game. I don't know if you've seen anything about I Am Dead, but you you play as a ghost essentially. Yeah, a lot of people recommended this one to me. Yeah, yeah. This I is, think it's, it, Annapurna put that one out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's it's cute. Did you just say that, huh? Did you yeah, just say yeah, that? yeah. Cool. Sorry, I was, re- I was reading the games that I haven't finished yet. Right. Um, I mean, I I want to I want a hundred percent Snowrunner. That's one of my goals. I love that. I love that game so much, dude. It's my favorite. Big trucks for life. Maybe you should uh, think about buying a truck. <laughs> Raising your family on a truck. That sounds great. Um, uh, what's what's on your list? What's... Um, so the big ones, yeah, obviously Hades is something I would like to finish before the year is over. But mm-hmm. there are two in particular games that I loved and said were fa- fantastic because they were, but I never finished. One of them is called uh, Phenotopia Awakening. Yep. Yep, um, which was an awesome Metroidvania style game that I, uh, you know, got got six seven hours into and then just stopped because other things came out and because my fucking Joy-Con kept pushing me in directions I didn't want to go in. Sure. Um, and uh, um, above all um, is a game called where the fuck are you? Crosscode. Yes, of I course. never finished Crosscode. I loved Crosscode. Uh, it's so good. I got I beat the first two big bosses. I think I'm like maybe like close to halfway finished a game another another game with metrovania elements that could absolutely be in my top three you know if not oh, wow. my favorite game of the year um excellent dialogue great uh combat and action in it um but yeah i mean there's lots of games i mean like at one point i thought i would finish arrest of a stone border at some point this year but Ooh, might boy. have to let, let go of that one yeah. um there were a bunch of games that came out in um that uh um that Nintendo Direct, you know, that awesome indie direct? Yeah. Where we got um um like, you know, the, the drop of like Hypnospace Outlaw. But oh what was yeah, the, yeah, that um, one was great. The game that was developed in India? Raji. Raji. I've I've i played half of that. I never finished it. Yeah. I'm sure that game is pretty good. Um I'm just I'm looking back through uh through through some previous ones, I finished Carrion. I finished uh, yeah, Car- Shovel Knight, King of Cards. I finished uh, the Eternal Castle. Yep, Eternal Castle finished a short, short hike. hike yeah, been... Spiritfarer, I could probably go back on. I want to at least start that game for sure. Um, uh, Wasteland Three finished. Hypnospace Outlaw finished. I never finished Streets of Rage Four, but I didn't love that as much as everyone else did. I did. I, I clocked that one. Hell yeah, go John. <laughs> um, um, just look. Just going back. Top three. I mean, that's Carrion. We finished. Count Lucanor, I finished. Almost Gone, finished. I've finished a bunch of stuff this year. Superliminal, finished. I haven't, I haven't finished that many games this year because of just how fucking insane this year is. Oh, of course. Any Anything. But I feel like even before lockdown, like it, it took me like two months to finish a game in Kunai. That was the first game I finished this year. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah In Other Waters, finished. Yeah, I'm, I'm keen, to, keen to see if anything beats um, Kentucky Route Zero for you for your game of the year this year. I think... Mm. <laughs> let's let's save that one. Yeah, yeah. That's a conversation game about a month, year, a month down the road. From hopefully, now. we get an episode in before we do our game of the years. But if not, um, you know, that'll be that'll be an excellent afternoon. We should just recreate the magic of last year. Yeah, get ice creams. <laughs> Call the home ice cream man and be like, "Can you drop by this house at this point? Yeah, yeah. Really lean on the bell, buddy. We yeah, want to yeah. hear that bell." 
Um, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be great. So thanks, Tyler, for the great question. There are a lot of games that we need to try and finish before the year is over. But also, fuck pressure. Just play games when you feel like playing. Yeah, exactly. This isn't this isn't a job, even though I write shit off on tax. This is, <laughs> this is for fun. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you want to get in touch with us, all the small games at gmail.com is our preferred choice of contact. Yes. But you can also find us on Twitter. Come and please give us a follow. We are at all the small game or we are at facebook.com slash all the small games. John is on Twitter and Instagram at 16 tacos. And I am at levdog L E V D A W G. And uh, if you uh, need more podcasts than me on them, uh, one of them is called Hey Fam. It comes out twice a week. And uh, then I have some other ones in the can. Serious Issues, The Mitchin, and uh, various recent guest spots. I've been doing lots of podcasts lately. Yeah, you have. I was on Thumb Cramps. Look up Thumb, Thumb Cramps comes out, I think, by the time I put this one up tomorrow. I'm talking about Disc Room. If you want me to hear talk about Disc Room again, go listen to Thumb Cramps. There's a good voice. <laughs> did they play Disc Room? Uh, Joel did, yeah. Yeah, what do you Big think? Big douche. Joel isn't the right word if you use that because it could be two people. Yeah, of course. Uh, he loved it. Oh, great. Okay. He's a, de- he's a devolver good. diehard like yeah. you know me. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Also, I would highly recommend if you have uh, two ears, if you have a pair of ears and a heart, sign up to Levin's Patreon for all his mixtapes. Thank you so I was, much. Uh, I was walking home yesterday pumping the, uh, the Best of Switch one. Ooh, yeah, that's a that's, that's a not, good one for pace setting. That's not Nintendo Switch. That is a, uh, yeah, a, 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 a club a, producer called Switch, yeah. uh, who made many excellent um, uh, like fidget house songs in the mid two thousands. Yeah, that, uh, but were, even like MIA's Bamboo Banger. He produced was, yeah, he produced a lot of MIA yeah. stuff. And yeah, yeah, that was that was a very fun mix to make. Yeah, it was great. I'm currently working on a mix called 90, 90s dance songs in ninety minutes. Nice. Why did I decide this would be a thing that I would do? Because it is going to take me forever. <laughs> When you when you said 1990s dance songs in 90 minutes, I thought you meant you were putting them mixed together in 90 minutes. And I was like, how? No, no, no. You're no. going to die, It's going to be 90 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> of course. But yeah, I, I highly recommend. I'm a, I'm a, a firm Patreon subscriber to Thank that one. Thank you so much. And it's fantastic. Patreon.com slash levdog if you want to yeah. join the fray. Also, if you are planning on moving, you can't go any better than the cool dad fm mixes oh i've uh, i've just been sanctioned to make another one of those oh my god someone someone asked me to make a cool dad fm mix for his, for their dad for christmas oh that's it that's great so everyone gets the the, the, the beauty of that because you can uh you can pay me to make a mix for you that everyone gets oh i was gonna ask does every, are they released to everybody yeah yeah nice yeah. great easy thank you so much for listening and uh we will see you next time bye. stay well bye
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code GLOW.